Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, sick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. Yo, no, yo. No what if you in the house for it to be delivered? What have you ordered? Is dog uh, a shoe rack? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> maybe the, maybe um, the dog accepted it. <laughs> I've ordered um, some of those, you know, the clear plastic shoe boxes with the drop fronts. Yeah. Oh, finally nice. got myself some of those. Instead Ooh. of paying um, Crep Protect like thirty-five quid for two, home base three quid each. Of course. Oh, get, get on that shit. You know what I'm going to tell you again? What? My favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Move your mic away. God fucking damn bit. it. <laughs> I have my mic all up in my grill. You do. You, oh, you talk like you're a rapper. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay. Okay. Am I doing it? Uh-huh. I feel like it's my thing. Yeah, go on then. Let's you do can, it. You can keep shutting shit up. Yeah. All right, guys, welcome to the Same 12 Notes podcast. My name is AJ, a.k.a. Sitting on the Sofa. I am DJ Slopo, a.k.a. Slump Lord. <laughs> Whoa. Ski Master <laughs> Slump God. <laughs> you know this. And I am Sign, back from the bushes, um, a.k.a. coming from America. How was, from Zambia. Um, how was chasing goats and... <laughs> <laughs> For context. Correction, they were chasing me. I, uh, saw you, I, <laughs> I saw you way too close to um, wildlife. Uh, my text messages to you were very concerning. <laughs> <laughs> please stay away from that tiger. Yeah, please. <laughs> safe. Sign, please don't die. Um, Those pictures are way too close. I, I'm not going to lie. Just imagine if you caught him on a wild day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's my tagline. Um, yeah, it was eventful. I disappeared. I went to the bushes. I did a Dave Chappelle went to Africa to find myself. Did not come back with fifty mil. Uh, Netflix. I'm still waiting for the for the special you're gonna give me. Plug. Um, yeah, it was it was eventful. A lot happened in three weeks. I was not here. Yeah. Um, not did. not here. It didn't. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah, much happened there either. Uh, the same twelve notes fell to fell to shit. You <laughs> missed we, me. we realized that sign is the glue that it's holds okay, this entire people. operation together. Sign and Rosita, we can't live without you. Never leave again. We're back. I'm dashikied up. It's a happy, sad day. <laughs> um, I hope y'all miss me. Uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, actually, before we continue the fuckery in the conversation. Uh, I wanted to finally have time to say my piece on Nipsey Hussle. Um, Go. Thanks. Uh, first <laughs> of all, um, I remember exactly where I was because it was last week. Um, but weirdly, I couldn't sleep and I was just sat because I finally bought Wi-Fi. It took me two and a half weeks to buy Wi-Fi. Uh, finally bought Wi-Fi and I was just sat like catching up on the internet, catching up on Twitter. Good old Twitter being the first port of call for news. It just popped up like Nipsey Hussle is being mentioned a lot. And I was like, oh, let me have a look. Is it more music? Because Racks in the Middle just dropped. We're expecting some more features because he's featuring on Rick Ross's album that's coming out. I was like, okay, what's happening? Instantly, we're seeing shot all of all of that shit. And if anyone who follows rap music as much as we do over the last year. It's been an eventful year for shit like this. We've had Peep, we had Mac Miller, we've had... Tentacion. Yeah, we've had a lot of things. Um, That's a good one to mention because sadly with Triple X and now Nipsey, the internet has been good and bad. Bad in the sense of we literally saw both of them take their last breaths on the internet. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I remember when when X got shot. I I actually saw the video before I heard the news. So I exactly being, the same. Being the sicko that I am, uh, when World Star posts a video on Instagram and it's got the little thing on that says you must uncover this video because it's graphic content. I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. Exactly. And then I scrolled down about three more like pictures and it was like breaking news: XXX Tentacion shot and killed. I was like. Oh, well, damn. I just watched that happen. Yes. Um, and it was literally minutes after it had happened, too. Exactly. Like the internet, a lot of the, the time, it's within minutes. The internet astounded me that day. That I literally watched it happen before all the other news outlets were like so, talking about it having happened. I, I'd seen the video of it happening. Yeah. Crazy. Sadly, the same thing happened again. Um, 
back at it again. Yeah. And frustratingly, frustratingly, it was on Twitter. I've no idea how it got to Twitter so quick. CCTV footage, everything got there. Um, Okay. Uh, Yeah, so really frustratingly got to Twitter. So I was scrolling through and the first and last picture that I saw before I had to literally turn the Wi-Fi off so I didn't get any notifications or anything was that picture of the really blurry CCTV footage of the man stood over Nipsey as he came back the third time. Since that moment, we have learned what Nipsey's last words were. In that moment, we have learned everything that led up to that day. We have learned everything. The one thing that I want to carry forward from now, um, and not even from now, we shouldn't have to use situations like this as an awakening because it happens too much. I don't want to prophesize, but this is not the last time this is going to happen. Preach. I hate prophesizing shit like that. I, if anyone knows me, I've been championing everyone actually doing good for each other for a long time. I will message anyone and be like, keep up, do better, or that thing I saw you do, sick, continue doing it. I've been called corny, people ignore messages, and then when shit like this happens, you start to see the the love, and I put that in inverted commas, because people like Nipsey are the ones who went out of their way. He went out of music. A lot of people in LA talk about knowing Nipsey outside of knowing his music. He's been cemented now in American history as someone who was making impactful social change. He's been put in history with the the greats of black excellence. When you look at like Nipsey as well, he he wasn't really he's been around for a long time but he wasn't really one of those people that was in the spotlight and then obviously he's done his recent stuff with like G, uh, him was it him and Lauren London did it before was it GQ GQ yeah GQ so and then like a lot of stuff like that happened and like you could see he was kind of like on the rise yep and it's very you don't really see somebody as humble and unselfish as him it gets to that top pinnacle point. Exactly. So it would have been, it, yeah, it would have been really it's interesting really, to see what both, it would have been it's, like. It's kind of sad, and I always think about this when this kind of tragedy happens, that someone has to die for the work to be thrust into the... And so somebody else has to die, some one of these great people has to die for the exposure necessary for their work to actually start to take effect. This will be, if there is a silver lining here, this will be a a positive step in the change that he was trying to make. I think what's unique about this moment, and I think it was very early in this podcast, or at least I said it to you guys, that I held Nipsey Hussle on the same trajectory that Jay-Z is on. Yeah. And I definitely know I've said that to many people over the last year, is that the way in which he carried himself before today was a sign that this person was destined to do more than just be a great musician or do more than just rep his corner. He was already doing phenomenal things. And the fact that he openly spoke about how it's not something that you do because you're great, it's something you do that makes you great. Yes. He was doing these things when no one knew who he was. He was working that frustratingly the exact corner that he died on he was working there selling cds with his brother when he first started making music they used to joke about how they're going to own that corner they owned that corner sadly he died on that corner it's crazy they owned that entire corner block and through the impact he did who knew until now who was willing to bother to learn that until this happened that nipsey hustle invested in co-working spaces in LA. Who yeah. was willing to learn that he was investing in and starting well, STEM think, organizations. I think that was like a big thing in LA. They like everyone knew about it. Exactly, but I think yeah. like over here That's what like the rest of the world. Yeah, I think but again that comes back to the point where I was saying like Nipsey had a lot of fans, but they were core fans. He was very yes. he was even though he's been around for a long time, he was still very underground. And he's only with Victory Lap. It, it, that was kind of his f- 
first kind of progress into more of the mainstream yeah. Yeah. world where he was his in first the, album. Yeah, where he was in the spotlight. So I feel like for everything he was doing, I'm not mad that a lot of people don't know because the, I'm sure there's a lot of people in different neighborhoods that we don't know that are doing shit like that. Exactly. And I hope, I hope that this is the thing that encourages people to change gears and switch up. I hope those people go, holy, look at, holy shit, look at that impact. I don't want that impact to only come after I die. I don't want people to set up GoFundMe pages to continue the shit I was doing. I want people to be doing that now with me. So I like I will forever champion that way of thinking and that way of being. And I love the fact that everyone has jumped on and said like the marathon continues. Really prophetic that his album is called Victory Lap when it's his yeah, first and now yeah. his last album. That's and mad. the entire ethos of this album was life is a marathon and the marathon will always continue. That's literally what he talked yeah. about for an hour and a half on this album. And he talked about all the different ways to empower that and all the different things you should go through and you have to go through. So I'll forever love that that's a thing. I on think, the flip side, I think sorry, as well, just in, in general, it, it is sad that it always does take a death for a lot of change to happen. Like I've seen recently with a few people passing that people are now being like, we need to check on people for their mental health. We need to check, make sure these people are all right and stuff True. like that. When it's the same, it, like the same kind of principle applies with, with Nipsey, where it's like what he was preaching and talking about. Now everyone's like, yeah, we must be doing this. We must be doing this. When really we, sh this is these are things that we should be doing. We should have been doing already. We should be doing anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's true, <clears throat> but it's unfortunately the world that we live in where this kind of tragedy does have to happen for things to improve. Yeah, like it should happen once. We've already had numerous, and I'm I will forever go on record to say that this may be more impactful than Biggie. This may be more impactful than Pack for two very specific reasons. One, along this journey, Nipsey was always honest that he is very early along this journey and it was never about him. He yeah. never put himself central and look at the impact he had in that small area. And then after, sadly, after it happened, he already laid the groundwork. He'd yeah. already started these things. He was already the face of these organizations. He, a day before... The day after he died, he was supposed to be going to meet yeah, LAPD, LAPD to be that person. And it's frustrating because when we look at the other greats that this has happened to, those the changes came after they had died. We extrapolated so much information and meaning from these people's deaths. Tupac died and then LA went, we need to stop gangs. Gangs flew through the roof and then Biggie died. And then every... Every instance has kept happening. Mac died, and then the world started going, holy shit, drugs are not a cool thing. They're killing people. Yeah. I know people who have cut down or stopped taking drugs because of those instances. They've had to wait till after it's happened. Nipsey was like, go to school, uh, learn something. Yeah, and I think the person I saying th it. I think as well with the whole, the whole drug thing, the, the fact that a lot of these rappers were glorifying lean, Xanax, and stuff like that, like, in their music as well, like you, it's it's not often. Well, no, culture's it is, changing. Like, yeah, it is often. Cool that you could go on to that piff or said place where you can buy, download mixtapes, and you would often see a polystyrene cup with lean in it on as yeah. like the front cover. It was glorified. Yeah, massively, and that that's been that's a, that's been a thing and been a trope in hip hop for well forever. But has is... gang has gang violence been? glorified like that or is it always just being this is a part of what it is and it just goes hand in hand it depends i guess which whichever way you look at it um depending on your perspective is how you would interpret that what they were saying with regards to sort of gang violence and or just any violence killing anybody D depending on your own situation and your own outlook is how you will hear those lyrics it's not necessarily the intent behind them it's more your interpretation of them it's the difference between like um, inference and implication. Yeah. That's the truth, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think hey, it's... Hey, I said something <laughs> and people didn't disagree with me. <laughs> well, goddamn. 
this is what happens when uh, Sign goes away for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he brings back peace. Yeah, he does. This is what I brought. I brought peace uh, <laughs> and lectures. Um, yeah, it's a great so rant, by the way. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to finish. In conclusion. Uh, in conclusion. So, um, again, to conclude it, today, prophesizing in my dashiki, celebrating. I've been listening to Victory Lap constantly, actually. It's one of the... Weirdly, one of the three albums that I downloaded to my phone before I went away. At that, Everything's for Sale by Boogie. And what was the last one? I think it was 444, which has just always been downloaded. Um, Obviously. If anyone follows me on the internet, um, on the Instagrams and all of them things, you'd have seen my mad prophetic uh, posts and tweets Using yeah, Jay-Z you were getting quotes. like you were getting seriously gospel. <laughs> I got I got real preacher. Do you know what happens? <laughs> Wi-Fi on a plane. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I had four minutes of Wi-Fi on a plane and I let off on Instagram. You did. Welcome. You did. It was uh, great. I hope I changed some lives. We should turn it into a short film. That's I want I want you to narrate over your own Instagram stories. That would have been amazing. I would do you know what? I'm gonna do that. From today onwards, you're gonna get me narrated. There's a thing where I don't actually talk on my Instagram videos, and people have noticed that. I'm gonna bring I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm going to bring talk in. Oh, You're well, welcome if you've, damn, I have if you've no, never I've spotted. <laughs> I've never spoken on my Instagram videos. <laughs> and yet here we this are. This is the only place where you can hear me talk. Exclusive. Come live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your plug right there. there People will listen just for that. You have to come hear me. Um, and again, to wrap up the, the Nipsey thing before I tear into Kodak Black. Um, today being his funeral, uh, there was a macabre joke that the only thing that could be great Strong in, use of the word macabre. in Nipsey's death would be having a befitting funeral. Uh, and someone joked that the only place that could handle that was LA Staples Center. Um, and I read that the day he died, um, that only, like, where would we have a funeral for someone this significant to the city? Um, I'm assuming you guys know how big Staples Center is. Large. Fucking it can hold at least ridiculous. 10 people. It's bare people. So many people. I'm checking I'd the Google capacity. It, but my phone's over there. Uh, you could have a twenty-one thousand people. Staples Center holds every seat in the Staples Center. That's not Center that big. I actually thought given... it was quite bigger than that. Yeah, me too. No, like, it's a basketball old, arena. Isn't Old Trafford like yeah. sixty-something thousand? Yeah, scale. Football's just a bigger pitch. than basketball. It's a bigger pitch than basketball. <laughs> yeah, but it's got sixty-five thousand p- seats. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not to shit on your parade, but Thanks. oh shit on it. Twenty one thousand people still for a few up, for a funeral. Signed hey, up in it, ten uh, minutes. Well, I'll have twenty two thousand. What are you saying? Um one second. I think I may have been wrong. Uh it fits bare people anyway. It's got it's big. There's uh, a lot of people there. Okay. Yeah. Um and every yeah, every ticket which was free to go to his funeral celebration, um, was sold. Well, not sold, but claimed. claimed. Yeah. Um, on top of that, there was a 25-mile procession around the city of LA. I saw, I saw that. I haven't I seen too the, many details about this. I, so saw the ru- I saw the route of it, and I was watching it at first. I was like, no, surely this is a mistake. I was like, that, that, that's quite far. And then I read the actual thing, and I was like, oh, god damn. 25 miles. This- the reason it's that long is they're going to every landmark in LA where Nipsey made a change, where he built something, where he created something, or where he physically was to help something, where he stood on corners and talked to people about stuff, where he built an after-school club, where, and it covers 25 miles of LA. Good luck to everyone going. I hope people have the best day they possibly can. I hope there's Um, no drama. I hope, like... There will be drama. I really hope that... Because obviously there was the there was the kickoff when uh, his memorial yeah his memorial yeah. there was the kickoff I, I, I hope that doesn't happen um, like, this should be a day the, of celebration it's not about you assholes who want to ruin yeah. it the frustrating thing is they probably will be but the only only significant thing we have to lean on is the nation of Islam have promised to defend the entire procession and the Staples Center oh, and wow. so have the entire LAPD. Wow. If the nation of Islam are stepping in, these are the people who would only back Martin Luther King when he walked the streets. Yeah. These guys don't come out for <laughs> anything. <laughs> that's a ma- that's a and madness. Marched, I didn't know that. that was that's pretty like, crazy. The entire, yeah. Yeah, entire nation of Islam said they will protect this event. 
That's insane. Um, so I'm in, in God's hands. Oh, someone's going to die. This is going to be a, a well-cared-for event. I think this could be one of those life-changing moments in hip-hop. This is going to be the yes. moment in which, in 20 years' time, just like when Kendrick revealed to the world that the reason he loves music so much is he saw... Tupac and Dr. Dre recording California Love on his street, this is going to be that moment. And weirdly, prophetically, Tupac also said, I may not change the world, but I will spark the mind that does. We have Kendrick Lamar. Nipsey Hussle may not have changed the world, which he has, but he's definitely going to spark some minds that will. Yeah, 100%. I have had a mic, I would have dropped it. <laughs> yeah, don't drop these mics. These don't belong to us. <laughs> we don't get our deposit back. I mean, I'll... I literally have nothing to add to this. Yeah, not a single um, word. <laughs> Next rant. <laughs> Next rant. Fuck Kodak I think, Black. I think we're just going to let you go go off for the yeah, full hour. Should we I've, just have I've a full... three weeks. I've three weeks <laughs> of <laughs> a full hour of time talking and us just sat going, yep. I was yeah, doing mad presses. Any, any of you have seen that Batman where he breaks his back and he gets put in a cell at the bottom of the pit? That's me. I was hitting <laughs> press-ups and tricep dips for weeks staring at the sunlight. Bane ain't going to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> Preach um, it, preach it. Repeat a previous sentence I just said. Fuck Kodak Black. Now, <laughs> this is going to be... <laughs> okay, is that it? Is no, that all uh, we wanted no, to there's say? A there's a juxtaposition <laughs> in this. Because Kodak Black, it's not I'm cancelling him forever. By the way, I'm going to add an asterisk to my cancel culture. I'm allowed to cancel someone, take the music, because you can kick someone to the curb and steal their shoes. We live in 2019 where I'm going to take your Jordans and I don't give a fuck. I'm going cold now. Because Kodak Black brought that it's to me. It's straight and it's bugging me. You're going to make it pop again. Yeah, probably. Okay, I'm just not going to touch it. Sorry, Dad. You will be. Back to fuck Kodak Black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just let me... Okay, yeah, we got we got, we got that. Um, it's all good. Yeah, I'm did you guys mic, see I'm what he messer. said about this whole Nipsey situation? I no. haven't. So, he was on an Instagram live being the fool that he is, entertaining his fans, which is what Kodak does best when he's not making I don't music. like Instagram lives. I, I don't, don't like Instagram lives. I very rarely people, tune People, people act a fool and post it, even though Instagram live gives you that moment where you can watch it back and go, now's I fool. shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Instagram live is live, but they still give you that moment, which is why I go, oh, you're a dickhead if that's what C, you actually pressed submit. See Cardi B. Exactly. Um, did anyone see the meme? <laughs> Cardi B longs in jail. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked uh, on that. You need to listen to the debate. I, I definitely. Slowpo's wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I don't think she's right, but shit happens. Shit does happen. Actually, shit happens. If that was, if that was your and also conclusion, I'm with al you. also um, just to add while we're on that subject. Um, God, since, don't uh, let me walk out so, again. No, since our debate, um, the guy that was in said question about uh, yeah, being the victim, he has also now admitted that he lied about everything. Oh. So, crazy. Thank you. I was right. Cardi, you may have done this, but there's no, there's no victims that have come forward that can actually say it. So, to this point, I'm still backing that she hasn't, raped anyone she's just robbed them she made money she so much better she made so much better well it is yeah it is better. <laughs> it is All right, what, would you rather be raped or robbed wow um what are they robbing your money your watch your rolly your ice I haven't got any of those things this is hypotheticals your your, <laughs> your your iphone your iwatch your laptop <sighs> or you get raped stick it in me Put oh, you crazy. <laughs> oh. are crazy. You are crazy. I am right not on. guilty by association, Jesus. Yeah, neither um. am I. We know somebody who loves the materialistic items too much. Put it put it, <laughs> so, all, put it all up in my business. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> to, but Kodak doesn't even seem that crazy anymore. Uh, controversial so, statement yeah. for the episode. Yeah. Tick. <laughs> I was in Africa being told about controversial statements from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One ominous message I said, your guys talk about AIDS a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. I wish uh, AIDS upon someone's Anyway. <laughs> I want to I I just, cl I I just clarify, please don't rate me. Take my iPhone. 
<laughs> well, no, you put it out. You way beyond clarifying. You, yeah, right you've, you've already put that out to the universe. <laughs> you threw a grenade into the mine and just jumped in two feet after it. <laughs> um, yeah. So what? So Kodak fuck Black Kodak. Did, what did he uh, say? On lives, fucking like, Lisa while Simpson the looking news motherfucker. was spreading and people were just kind of settling in with what had happened, he was going on some rant about how you know his incoherent rants. Mid rant, he went. Someone in the background mentioned Nipsey Hussle and was like, yo, this is crazy. And he was like, ah, yeah, RIP, dude. Um, Lauren London must be in mourning now, but I'm going to give her 12 months and then I'm going to hit her up. Oh, oh, bro. So he said that uh, live on Instagram and people in the background <laughs> of his video were like, bro, you're on that horse on your own. Everyone <laughs> went quiet, silent in the back. Like, yo, you- that's cold. Like her man's, ju- her soulmate, has just been killed. That saddle just only has one seat and you are the only person on it. Fuck. That's a rocky I'm going to be horse. graphic. His body is still bleeding. Yeah. The pavement is still wet. Oh, man. And he said that, one. He said that. Two, the game and TI were like, please shut up or we're going to have to pull up on you. And in this peaceful post-Nipsey era we're trying to live, we might have to put both hands on you. And he was like, bring it all, dude. I don't care. Do you know what, though? Like, Kodak, you got to respect no, wait, doubling down. No. Wait, Kodak, <laughs> no, Kodak has always been arrogant and ignorant. And that is why yeah. I liked him. In this instance, I can't ride with that. No, absolutely. No, not. that's no, just that's just playing out disrespectful. Now, there's worse. a difference. There's a difference between being arrogant, worse. ignorant, and disrespectful. It gets worse. Yeah. That, oh yeah, God. I'm gonna let you go. So he stood by his comments. And then when entire of you gotta you gotta respect it for yeah. doubling down. He stood by. He was just really like, ah, everyone's just over exaggerating. You're just clout chasing. He kept calling everyone else a clout chaser for trying to big up Nipsey's name. He was like, everyone's just clout chasing. For one, people need to understand that clout chasing does not make people money. If I open an Instagram video and I look at you, Kodak Black, on Instagram, I'm not giving you any money. I'm not going to Spotify to stream your music, even though that money's going to the label. Remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going into HMV <laughs> to buy your CD again, even though that money's going to someone else. No one Catch goes the into change it. No, again. no one's going into HMV no to one, buy anyone's CD. Yeah, that's, I actually tried and there were no CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. So I think what we need to realize that clout chasing isn't just opening a video or liking something on Instagram. That doesn't make anyone money. So someone posting a video and going, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, I'm pissed off that this has to happen for us to show love to each other is not clout chasing. The thing is, number the, one. The thing is as well, beautiful. like even if someone wasn't a diehard Nipsey fan, they had maybe just heard Victory Lap for the first time. That was me. It doesn't matter. My guy. You can still send condolences. It's like, yeah, absolutely. It's like you could just hear of a friend of a friend of a friend dying. You might still say, yo, I'm sorry for your loss. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that's clout chasing. I think what Kodak's doing is the one that's clout chasing. Yes. Exactly. I wouldn't I've even call it clout chasing. It's just being a fucking attention. No, well, it is because he no, no, it is clout that's chasing. What, yeah, that's the new definition. Well, he knows it's not he, actually chasing clout. No, he, know, he knows that he knows attention. He knows that this is going to bring him attention. Yeah. He know, and, he knows that this is controversial, and in this day and age, controversial things is what blows up and what true. gets talked about. Like how we just fucking Hashtag sat here now talking in. about yeah. him now, which is just Rick clicked in like, my head and it's if, annoying no, now. It frustrates but. me. But again, I will do these things when the light bulb went off for me, went, yo, I'm not making any money trashing his name. I'm not saying go listen to Kodak. I'm not sending Kodak to your ears right now. I'm not streaming him so someone makes a check somewhere. I can call him a dickhead for free. Yeah, I think the argument would be that like someone might listen to it and go, "Oh, Kodak Black, I remember that. I'm gonna go listen to him." Not gonna lie, once nah, you I'm still giving out the energy. That once you mentioned yeah, it, yeah, once, once you mentioned it, but then again, him, I want to just him to begin just... with. All I had in my head was I'm moving around like I'm chance point E. I just want to go on until he said some. I want to go on record and say I've always said that Kodak Black was a dick. I've, oh, you I've have. Been, I've yeah, been keeping you, this energy have, since day. Um, this isn't new for me. I'm not gonna um, lie though. That's I. That's what I liked about him. I did. I respected that. I liked the ignorance. I realized like. You always yeah. made me hella kinds of mad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it continued. So all of these people were like, don't make me put hands on you, young child. And he was <laughs> like, oh, you're just bitter because you're an old disconnected man who's trying to get some clout. 
he said to the game and T.I., not inaccurate. Uh, you've got to put some respect on both of their names as well. Yeah. They are uh, and legends. As soon as he said that, obviously every active member of the family of Crips on I'm the sure. internet commented on every Kodak Instagram post because that's where Kodak is getting his clout from. That's where they took the energy. That said, a day to step foot in LA. Again, no one wants to be carrying this violence, but violence begets violence. If you act like a dick like that, you're going to pull it on yourself. And unfortunately for you, Kodak, Nipsey has been seismic. So even though this imploded and exploded on that corner in LA, he has taken over the world for the time being. Yes. Unfortunate for you, Kodak, you have not. But you will be washed by that tsunami. That was a mad metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, All the credit in the world for that metaphor right there. Thanks. That came... Straight from straight off the yeah, dome, straight off the dome. straight out the dreads. Um, if anyone wants to fund my album, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here. I, didn't, I didn't even need Rosita. We're for gonna, this. we're gonna set up um, TED Talks with Sion. That was beautiful. Yo, my TED Talks will be bomb. Uh, yeah, so that was my fuck Kodak moment. Next, um, what's next who, on the who docket? Else is next on the hit list. <laughs> oh, Rose- Lord, we have a country number one. <laughs> <laughs> are we happy about Lil Nas this? X is country music number one in are, the country so in, in the fucking billboard are, chart are so we, I've not even heard this oh you I've know not what? heard the song alright so you know what yeah I've seen oh, a lot of I've, I've seen a lot of like unpopular opinions about this Real like, and I'll tell you why so, I'm so ecstatic okay so hang on whoa, 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 wait 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 <laughs> what I want to do um, is another what we did when we were listening to um, Yellow and I need to hear the song. We'll edit the audio out. We'll okay. put some elevator, uh, I'll put some elevator music on it. Because if we're going to talk about it, I need to hear it. Sweet. Um, I'm going to play the remix. You're playing the remix? I've not even heard the remix. No, play me the original. No, there's a significant reason I'm playing the remix. Right. And then I'll explain after. Okay. So, everyone, I'm playing the remix. That was a big vibe. I uh, like it. Yeah, man. Lord Nas X. Oh, you smashed it, homie. Um, I've never heard of this guy, though. No, no one has. No one has. <laughs> That's he. By the way, he has been plotting for a long time. He's like a social media genius who's been doing mad algorithms on how to gain popularity on the internet. Mm. And he's so funny because he just every now and then he'll just reveal some weird thing that he's been doing on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, you are a clever motherfucker. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't have Back him on Twitter. I don't have him on Twitter or anything like that. Like, I heard the song and I was like, oh, I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. And then I heard it the second time and I was like, yeah, no, I actually really like this. Yeah, it was a big I was vibe. Like, because like, anyone that, everyone that knows me hate knows that I hate that SoundCloud rap kind of vibe. Yeah. But he has done that, but in country music, and it works so well. Yeah, he it's put, re- he it's real melodic. He put an 808 on the country track. That's all he did. <laughs> it was so funny. Okay. Billy Ray Cyrus is uh, forcing his way back in again. Does anyone remember when Billy Ray Cyrus did Achy Breaky Part 2? Um, yes. With... Oh, who did he? Who was it? Yo, bust out Rosita. Uh, um, Achy Breaky Part 2, the video, they got abducted by aliens. Oh, um, who was that? It was some it was some like D list rapper. Watch it's gonna be someone real big now and I've just fucked up. Achy <laughs> <laughs> breaky part two. Um yeah, the video was real weird. But um yeah, I've seen a lot of unpopular opinions. What was it? A lot of Book twenty two. Wow. That was trash. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, seen a lot of like drugs. I've seen a lot of like unpopular opinions. Billy Ray Cyrus is an attractive man. Where fucking loads of DJs have been like yeah, fuck this track. Like, if you request it, it's not getting played. Like, why? Yeah, why? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't. I don't Do know. Do you not want people to listen? Like, you're, it's not your job. You're a person- DJ. It's not your job to like. Well, personally, I can understand decide that. what people like. I, well, it it, well, it is a DJ's it a is. DJ's. If, if you look back in history, the DJ is where people would hear new music. Yes. Yeah. Not anymore like, though. No, no. It's, but yeah, it, it but that is still yeah. it is still the DJ's job to 
like we shouldn't well, no, really we shouldn't that, really be playing to, you're there to maintain a vibe right yeah but so as long as the song that someone's requested like can fit into the vibe that you're trying to go for at that time surely that's okay to just play just play the song no. rather than be a dick N- no, no but not not I all the time yeah like no. like no. if you like pe- no <laughs> the, the thing is like people go out now Was and in a world again? in a world where everything is at our fingertips people that go out on a night out think that they're think entitled they can be a good DJ. yeah and think that they're <laughs> entitled to say i want this song yeah you can come and really ask not. me I want you to play this song, and I can tell you no, and you should feel you like you have no right in feeling any way about it, because I like yep. there's there's no reason for me to play it. It's true. Okay, exactly. Like right. if you went if you took it back into the day where it was vinyl and there was no streaming services, none of this. If you went to a DJ, yo, can you play this song? I ain't got it. Okay. That that's conversation yeah, that's done. It. <laughs> that's it oh. done. Done. But now everyone feels entitled. Like they see you with a laptop or what, or they pull out their phone. This is like a, an amazing one that happens all the oh, time. Get how many arcs? They're like, yo, let me just plug my phone in. Then I'm like, no, that's, it does not work. That's not like how this. anything like, works. Everyone it feels that they're entitled yeah. to what it is. So now coming back to that's this point arcs. with this song, this song, I personally feel like it doesn't belong in a club. It doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't belong in a no, club. It so I can understand where D- I can understand where DJs are like, yo, this song is fucking trash. It's pissing me. Like when they say like it, when they're saying it's trash, I understand it's trash for a club that environment. Envi- for yeah. a club yeah. environment, the same way I don't want to hear fucking. Is any reasonable human being trying to say that that should be played in a club? Yes. Yeah. Really? It's it is getting requested yeah, a lot. Yeah. What is happening? I've been in the bushes and I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to, while you was while you was away though, we had this conversation. Um, AJ does not fuck with the club. I don't fuck with the club. Oh, I, do you know what? I was thinking club. this. Not um, at all. No. We can work on that. Yeah. It's no. a long term process. I think. We can yeah. The thing it. is, the right club. Um, we, yeah, we've right. got and and the certain amount of henny dripped into the bloodstream. I was about to say something that I didn't really want on record. <laughs> oh, you live! You got to be careful. I, yeah, I, en- I enjoy the club in a very specific set of circumstances. Oh, I understand specific <laughs> circumstances. A, yeah. Um, okay. There's a very specific set of circumstances in which I'll go to a club and it'll be great. Yeah. The thing okay, is, those that. circumstances don't come around no more. I'm a grown man. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's fair. It's uh, not happening. <laughs> oh, I wonder how many people are there going, what's he talking about? <laughs> um, if you don't know, you don't need to know. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> just, just pretend, mom, so, mom, just pretend yeah. nothing happened. Don't. What, it's fine. What I, I, love, love, I love the club. <laughs> what I love about this entire situation is he released this song as a country song. He was like, I'm making a country song. I'm a young black male who loves country music. I'm going to use the influence of 808 drums which are just all around me but I'm going to sing about horses cowboy hats <laughs> and riding down the road until it's night time <laughs> country shit because I love the music I love the way it makes me feel which is exactly why everyone should make music if they do yes. we, he Wait. made that and then Billboard were like mm, sit down little boy that's not real country music you darky <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they kicked well, it out. Of yeah, the, the, it was they climbing kicked, yeah, the charts. It was climbing, and they kicked. And it they out. were like mm, removed. I yeah. don't know why they billboard are all of a sudden the people who get to dictate what type of music is. Well, what. The, yeah, but this is the thing. So there is an argument to be made. Who, who? Just no. You're fucking with my levels. All right, fine. <laughs> um, I can see the levels. Yep, and I'm the one that has to edit them. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair. Right, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, if I, let's say I make a song, okay, and I, 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 I'm suddenly talented and I go away and I make a great tune, and then I just decide that I want it to be under the genre of classical. Yeah. Um, is that up to me? Even if there's oh, not, no, a, you there's, can, you there's can not a single the vi- there's not yeah, a single can, violin up in there. You can you can hit whatever yeah. button you like. Exactly, you can hit whatever button you like. But that doesn't make it that genre. No, no. There used to be a time um, where iTunes let you type your own genre. Yeah, um, <laughs> I still I used to and make I remember, mad genres. I, I remember <laughs> fucking like I know people that used to put their genre as donkey shit and like <laughs> the only and just like no, mad so random I, shit. I don't think it's completely Shout unreasonable. Out the time so, so if, if, if someone if someone said 
that's not a country song. It's a hip hop song with a country vibe. I'd be like, you know what? You're not wrong. Exactly. If someone told me it was a country song, I'd also say, yeah, you're probably not wrong. It's but the other way around. That can, song. I, can I just flip this? Yeah. Murkish Dave changed my life. Yes. I think that that is a UK's version of country for the roads. Yeah. In a sense of the, the delivery in it, it's not really, it is kind of like... I like country music it, too, it, by the way. It's kind of like R&B, country, kind of, Dolly that Parton. kind of vibe, but for the roads. Yeah. And I feel like this is the opposite way around. This is country for the roads. Yes. So what effectively what he's done, so I'll take those points um, that you made and the, a great description of this song is it's a country song that takes hip-hop elements, which is fine. There's an 808 in there. There's some snares in there. There is still every other instrument you would hear in country music, to the point where if you listen to other songs on Billboard's country charts, they use 808 drums. They use the same yeah, drum patterns. but that's also like, like, is Ultralight Beam a gospel song? It can be. Yeah. Is Father Stretch, uh, Father Stretch My Hands might actually be. Um, Ultralight Beam is played in churches. Really? So you will go to church. <laughs> Obviously, they don't play some of the bits, but you will. You can hear parts of ultralight beams played in gospel churches. I'll play that song to my mum, and she'll nod her head. And if it ain't gospel, my mum ain't with it. Okay, fine. Apart from "Hey Mama" by Kanye. The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I feel like we're so used to putting music into a box, and I feel like a lot of music doesn't fit into just one box. Like, you can make, like, as I, put, I pointed out with Murkish Dave Changed My Life, it's obviously not a country, it's obviously not a country album. Yeah. It is an R&B hip-hop album, like but it has country elements in it. The same way this song is a country song, but it also takes reference from mumble rap, from hip-hop, from just so, various different... So, yeah, okay, so we've un we understand it's a mashup. We understand it's a bit of a... A bit of a weird one, but what's the controversy? Uh, the controversy the, is that it got removed. Billboard, from Billboard. removed it because it was it was too popular. If the song wasn't that popular and it hit 170 yeah, on Billboard it charts, there. they would have left it there. The fact that it was climbing at the rate it was massive, so fast as well. It was jumping up the charts like every like when it came out, it was like the most trending, something like that. Yeah, the song that comes out as the most trending means if it sticks to that trajectory, it will hit number one. Billboard wanted to stop it before it hit number one. Why? So but I don't it. get it. Why? Because they said it didn't class as a country song. Okay, so is it not just the number one on Billboard? <laughs> yeah, so it's number one stop. on Billboard charts, but it's Billboard country chart. Like that's how petty they were being. Okay, but do you not? Uh, fine, and I'm not. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, this no, that's fine. Like, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, go. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's a stretch to maybe say it's not a, a country song. Like, I'm, I'm sure it can technically be a country song. And I'm sure that, but I, I, I reckon if you were, if you canvassed the man in the street. That song is very country. It's very, very it's country. very country. He talks about where, by the way, he even joked, he's like, oh, these lyrics aren't like, I lived a life of a cowboy because I didn't. You can't buy a Gucci Stetson. <laughs> Gucci don't make Stetsons. I bet they're going to do now. And I'll put money yeah. that Gucci will release the a hat. Thing, the but, thing is, no, no, but what I'm saying is, yes, it's very country. But if if you canvassed a lot of people, I reckon it'd be very split on whether or not it. If you if you if you played that song to ten people and said, I guarantee hip hop or country. I get no. I guarantee yeah, if you you'll play, get a lot of country. I guarantee if you play that to a hundred people without them that have never heard the song, without them seeing an image of the guy who sings it, they would say country. Now, as soon as you show them a black face to it, oh no, that ain't country, that's hip hop. I disagree. And that is, I don't that, think no, it's that's about one, That is 100%. Not that about is 100% what it is about. <laughs> not everything is about race. No, so this isn't everything. This is just this song. Yeah, this song is 100 <laughs> Like, what do you know what he did? To fix it, sorry to interrupt there. The reason I played you the remix, because he went, all right, Billboard, if it's not country enough, let me get you the biggest, biggest fucking country, country star you can think of. <laughs> Fuck a Beyonce if you think this is hip hop. Yo, and Billy he called Ray. in Billy Ray. Billy Ray came in and he was like, yeah, this is a fucking country song. Give me my guitar. And he <laughs> sat in the, there's a video of him in the studio, strumming yeah. away, spitting. Billy Ray spat a hot 16. 
<laughs> Tell me how and this song is Billboard not country. When, okay, it what is... did we do? Put it at number one of the fucking country charts. That song is now number one. And Billboard were like, we can't argue with Billy Ray because he's the <laughs> fucking biggest country He's artist. country music. <laughs> he's a fucking rock star. Yeah. All right, fine. Wait, so, now, okay, like, so, oh, wait. I, I haven't heard the original. I want to hear the original. It's exactly it the is, same without Billy yeah, Ray. Yeah, it's the exact same. <laughs> it is the exact same. Like, remember when remixes used to just be like, the exact same song, and then someone shoehorns. Someone a adds a little, a little. <laughs> Literally, verse all that happens is Billy Ray. I remember the first time I heard White Trash Wayne. Party. Um, <laughs> I heard a remix of White Trash Party that someone had done where they just shoved their own verse in there. Exactly. And for years, I thought that was the actual song. And then when I like went to play it, and one day that guy's verse, I, I, and I could, ne I've never been able to find it again. See, that's and it was a great verse. That is like Billy Ray. Point. All right, if I have to call the fucking Avengers, <laughs> call Billy Ray. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is we'll resurrect. Johnny Cash. Yeah. The whole point is that I'm kind of, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty there for the Whoa. song just because of the fact of the story that's behind it as well. That makes me want like, no, uh, I just want like him the song. I literally don't give a shit that people were trying to work out whether it was a country song or not. It's just a good song. No, but it's, that's yeah. not that you, I think you're missing the point though. The point Probably. was that he was, <laughs> usually the he was being told you can't do country because of the way you're you look. Country. You're a black guy that looks very stereotypical to hip hop. Yep. You're not they making left it in all the other charts. It's not, I wouldn't put that in a hip hop chart. Yeah, what? not a chance. You wouldn't put that in a hip hop chart? No. no. Really? No. It's okay. not hip hop. It is hip hop. It's not. It just has an 808. Everything has an 808. We're fucking now. talking about it. That's because yeah. Billboard gave it to us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that shit. Well, you, had to, you had to really think about a reason yeah. there. <laughs> Billboard were like, that. Ah, this is yours. <laughs> <laughs> He's black, you're black. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how it was. Take it. Yeah. Somebody you know, claim this guy. You know him? <laughs> <laughs> you, you must know him. No, y'all know each other, right? Like, no, we don't know. Now we're going to take him because you yeah, kicked him out. The whole point is, the whole point is, if that, so if is, this that is, is this his debut song? This is his yeah. debut song. So we don't know any, what's the rest of his vibe? Because I swear to fucking God, Oh no! If, there's a. Can we have another lift moment? If yeah, I hear this guy, verse. if I hear this guy, come out with some trap ass fucking rap music, then I'm gonna be real mad at your entire point. What what time uh, are we on? Uh, we are going. We oh, let me see. Um, we've been going for 49 minutes. 40, well, 40, we're at 50, we're at 49, 57. That's how he dressed to his genius interview. So? If that was Billy Ray, you'd be like, if perfectly that fine. White, yeah, if, that, <laughs> if that was a white guy, take his skin color away and no, change this to no, white. I'm that, sorry. Have you ever would seen- Would you say he's hip hop if he was white, dressed like that? I mean, did you see Young Gravy? And I don't an think and young, young Gravy was not trying to do anything young, serious young, with young his Gra life. Young Gravy is not hip hop. No, he's not. Okay. He's a parody, well, we he's a the time he's, he's a parody <laughs> rapper. Um, uh, just want to make my point. Like rappers dress eccentrically. That happens. No, but that is, you, we're looking at the point here where we com keep comparing him to a rapper. What I'm saying is, it's called if, Lil Nas. Let's not. If you, if you, if you, if you take away, I didn't. He did. If you take away his skin color and he's a white person in that, and you said, oh, and you heard that song and you see a white person dressed like that, would you say he's hip hop? You, if I a, told you, oh yeah, I'm listening to a Lil Peep a... song, would you picture a big black guy with face tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> then what's the difference? <laughs> uh, Fine. Anyway, give me a timestamp and then I'll play you this other song that he features on. Rap song. You're right. Yeah, it's hip hop. Where is he? Supposedly he's in this song somewhere. Never mind. Point not proven. <laughs> I can't find it. I swear to God. But I swear to God, if I hear this young man come out with a with a <laughs> I don't care how good the album is, I'm gonna be real mad at you too if he comes out with a great rap album. And that that's just a that, <laughs> great rap album. <laughs> like, that's okay. I've never been mad about someone doing a great album before, but if that's what happens, I want you two to apologize. Why? I admit when I'm wrong. Why? Because he's for for what we know of him at the at this moment in time, 
If we have was, to assume. If he was a country star. We have to assume. He's a, he made a country star. He's a country star. No. Now he's, he's a country one, star. He's number one. He's number one in the country chart. Fine. If, if I'll somebody go, I'll go number and one I'll... in the hip hop chart, would we not say that they are like... A p- is it number one in the hip hop chart? No. I think so, no. Is it not multi-genre? It, no, like, it I'd be perfectly okay if you told me that it was in both. Like, that's fine. It's, but I'm saying it definitely sounds like a hip hop track. Because with, of a the lot of, with a lot of country um, vibes. It's the there. other way around. It's a country track with hip hop elements. The rest of the country charts are the same. All right, whatever. <laughs> I actually don't care that much. It's a, just a uh, good song. I can't find... Uh, why are the charts are fucking hard to find, Billboard? Yeah, Billboard. <laughs> I'm blaming Billboard because I can't use it. Yeah, you're like, uh, you're like a grand blaming Apple because you can't use an iPad. thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's number one in the Hot 100 above Ariana Grande and Post Post Malone is still up in the charts. Yeah. Post Malone's absolutely destroyed it. Also, I found a real old video, like nine years old on YouTube from Post Malone's YouTube channel. Um, him dancing in hot pants? No, of him um, just it's playing a guitar. Context, Wait, um, has it got has a billboard let it back in in the, the normal billboard? Uh, Which song? Old Town Road? Yeah. Yeah. Is it number one now? Uh... Once I find the billboard chart <laughs> um, of yeah, it was a video of Post Malone just sat there singing "Don't Think Twice, It's All Right" by Bob Dylan, and that's when I remember that for <coughs> as fucking wild as the guy is, he's actually super talented. Like, and he, he can do words and that. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing breakdown of what he can do. <laughs> he can do words and that. Yeah, man. And he can put a rhythmic rhyme over it. It was just a real good. I think Bob Dylan always makes me happy. Yeah. I'm real feeling this couch vibe too. Uh, couch vibe is, is a vibe. Oh, he's number one of the hip hop charts. He's number one of all the charts. This is great. Right. <laughs> this is amazing. So I'm no longer mad because it, it can count as two things. You yeah. can have a song that fits neatly into two genres, Cross genre. which this is. What I was you saying know. was, it's a fucking hip hop track. It's it not. can be a country track too, but it's also a hip hop okay. track. It's it also, be... if it can be both, we're allowed to share. The song is multi-genre. Yes, fine. But it's he released a country track with hip hop elements, which is exactly what he did. Oh, the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ask him, he would say it's a country song, which he has done. Yeah. Uh, anyway, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't care the entire time. It was just a good uh, song. Yeah, I don't care about song. the charts. Um, I don't care about Billboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fuck I, I Billboard. think that was my favorite thing. No one cared about Billboard. Wait, a Billboard trying to get clout by being controversial? Fuck Billboard. You clout chasing. Yeah, I just had a Does little Does anyone even care about moment. Billboard? No, anymore. I just realized I've never cared what Billboard tell me about music. And now I'm like, oh, Billboard from the south. Yeah. How dare you remove this guy yeah. that I know nothing about? I just heard of him. And I'm uh, offended. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, getting over Billboard. Um, getting real aggro in here. Yeah. Uh, did anyone. Attention? For one, has anyone seen... How many shows is Drake doing in London, by the way? Too many. Uh, too, yeah, too many. I think he did six. He's got a residency in London now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At Wembley. The Drake Arena. <laughs> he, he, one day. Well, uh, do you don't know put what? ideas from, in his head. From when I he saw... He did change the, the name of the O2 Arena. Yeah, so from when what? I saw that, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know that this isn't just a two, three show yeah. thing. This is going to be Rem- a long... Remember in but his song, the, the production value to that... the O2 into the O3. Yeah, yes. did that. yeah, he actually did that. The sign at the O2 Arena was changed to the O3 during Drake. Okay, talk. let's be fair. Let's be real. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's, if you, if you that's swing your so dick cool. that much. That's so cool. You have to do it. Um, yeah, so he's doing all of these, and then every single one, he's recruiting he brought, someone. He's brought just Jay Huss yeah, out. He's, it's like he's the main Avenger, and he's just calling all these side characters. He's Tony Stark. So we've had Spider-Man appear, we've had Jay Huss released <laughs> prison for this. He must have signed some papers. Did you see Wiley's response yeah. to it, though? Oh, <laughs> my I'm, God. I love Wiley's constant No anger. little boy can yeah. bring me out on stage. <laughs> I'm not getting brought out on stage. Oh, Wiley's the king. Um, yeah, so he's doing all of this, and then now he's reached the stage. It's like a pyramid scheme of Drake. There is a stage where he brings people out and then they bring people out. Oh, wow. You... So he brought out Tory Lanes, who then brought out Jarquees, who then... Excuse me, who? Of the... Jarquees? Jarquees. You must know Jarquees, the guy that stole LMA's trip yeah. and made it his own. 
Nope. No. And oh, also, and back also, this story. Uh, great. <laughs> also, I thought you said Queef. No, no, Jacquees. Jacquees. Yeah, um, right. If I showed you that name on a piece of paper, the R and B the R and B star that <laughs> claims that he's the best R and B artist in the world at the yeah. moment. Strong, and he has the best dance move ever. If every anyone wants to see it, I'm not going to do it now because I've already got up and dance. Um, I can't yeah, wait so, to I can't wait to chop up the video you're dancing. <laughs> so what so happens excited. is Drake brings out. I'm going to put Lins. some dumbass music over the top of it. You're going to like a fool. <laughs> Thanks, I look great. Uh, Drake brings out Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez brings out Jarquees on that basketball-sized stage of theirs. Jarquees obviously has to sing his Trip remix because that song made him huge. And you're in London, where LMA's song is huge anyway. No, so, but he can't. Like for me, he can't. He, yeah, but what else is he gonna do? He's got that new track, Your Peace with Lil Baby. Go on, I dare him to sing that in front of a London crowd or a hype off Drake. And he'll get buoyed off stage. No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but London no, but, savage. Yeah, you have thi- to, you have to play to the crowd. All right, but the thing yeah, is, of course. the thing is, first of all, Jaquees in that environment, he doesn't Jacques. fit in. He no. doesn't fit in anyway. He was way so, too small for that stage. How like how can Manchester? How can you how can you bring an artist? On and be like, yeah, you need to perform a song that's not yours. You may as well have asked yeah. him to do a Tory Lanez cover while he's there. Yeah, he probably did. Uh, <laughs> but funny fact is, Jacquees has said now that he doesn't really like performing that song. So because, why do it? So why he said, did he do I it? I don't really have a choice. He like, I play my, I have to play the cards that he's given. So that no just other shows chance that is he going to get put on that a just sh- That stage. just shows that he's not a great artist. That's not true. That's not true. There's plenty of artists who don't like that huge song because they have to play yeah, it but over. It's not, his, it's not his song. <laughs> it's not his song. It's a it's cover. LMA's song. It's LMA's song that he did you know a cover that? of. Yeah, but no, I'm not going to sing it. No, how can, how can, no, no. How can, there are still plenty of artists who get sick to death of playing the same track over and over and over again. Yeah, no, yeah. There's that ethos, but this is Slash. This song. Sweet this, child of mine. This song is not his. The song Called is it a gay song. This song is not his. It got removed from SoundCloud and everywhere because LMA's team was like, "You can't be singing this without permission." And he was getting more. And he was getting yeah. He version. was getting. He's, debatably, his version was better, but <laughs> that's not the point. You like if you get the official told, stance of the same twelve notes podcast. <laughs> if you get if you get told, yo, you cannot be performing this song. Yeah. You can't then just be like, okay, cool, I'll take it off SoundCloud. But when I come to the O3... <laughs> yeah, obviously Drake signed the release papers. Again, <laughs> Drake if you're on Drake's like, I'm just stage gonna, I'm just gonna play like, perform tripping. If Drake said to me now, yo, come on stage and try and backflip. I can't backflip. <laughs> but the Lord knows I'm gonna try if he puts me on that stage and he gives me two minutes to spit my prophetic shit. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Mike on a journey. So I would, again... I'd, no, but wait. The, I can back we, him for having we, to do that. Can we just point out the fact that his whole performance as well, he barely, I think he sang one of his yeah, own songs and then he did six covers. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's he did happened. like five or six covers. Like, you cut, like for me, that is just embarrassing. You're your own it's artist. With, you're your own artist with your own music out, but yet you're not being respected enough to be able to perform your own music. You're being told, yo, I'm going to book you. I think you're lit. I don't really like the songs that you write. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a lot of money and you're going to come out and you're going to sing none of your own songs, but you're going to sing other people's songs because I Fine. think that that's what you do better. Pay Facts. me. Pay me. As an artist, that's so fucking embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but then I think there comes a point because your career's not like blew up yet. Did, uh, oh no, his that, career's up. If that was... Uh, not yet. I mean, was, it can be better. As an if, art, that was, be better. if that was me, I'd be like... I this is the hand I've been dealt. That's exactly what happened. This is the hand I've been dealt. Let's make the most of it and make bank. And you know what? We're gonna argue bit? it with. The, I mean, you don't bite the hand that feeds. You can don't I, be like. Oh, Ella May brought the R and beef by posting on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so embarrassed <laughs> if I was still catching clout off other people's songs. Side eye. Yeah. No, but this is <laughs> the thing. Yeah, but Ella this May is, is beefing you. This this beef. is the thing though. It's like like you've just said that that's the hand that he's been dealt with, and you wouldn't turn it down. But look how this has backfired on him. If he just turned it down, and then he could have also said, "Yo, I was supposed to come on this tour, but they wanted me to do all covers, and I wasn't comfortable with that." We would have respected that. 
Yeah, that's but fair. now he's been now everyone is taking the piss out of him because he's been thrown shade at by LMA for the that second is, time. That is funny. I'll yeah, that. yeah. Oh, he's trying. So last last topic, um, not hip hop related, but I just feel like we'll have some interesting things to say. Um, Slopo, Julian Assange has been arrested out, uh, in the Ecuadorian embassy. Who? Brilliant. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking douchebags. (laughs) I tried. I tried, people. I tried to raise the brow of the Um, conversation. WikiLeaks, the WikiLeaks guy. He's been living in the Ecuadorian embassy in London for seven years. I have no interest in this. It's, it's, um, it's great for conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories for the next 10 years are going to be lit. Okay, so let's get a quick rundown. Context. Context. So you know what Wiki, you know WikiLeaks? Yeah. All right, so there's going to be a lesson for, for Sean. Yeah. So WikiLeaks released... Can, a, well, I'm going to bleep that out. I don't want my government name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We don't do governments. Slowpo. Anyway. I'm sure we've said it out loud before. Nope. You've just fucked up for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the conspiracy theory talk. Yeah. And it, right. Okay. God damn. The people might be listening. The ops. They are. Right. Try again. WikiLeaks released a load of shit. The CEO, founder, whatever you want to call him, Wiki of WikiLeaks is Julian Assange. He's an Australian guy. He's a hacker. He's, he was fairly well known before WikiLeaks in sort of like the, the hacking space and whatnot. Um, he is in Sweden and allegedly rapes someone. Okay. Um, and then knowing that if he got arrested in Sweden... He, his rape thing would just get thrown out and he would get extradited to the US and charged for all the WikiLeaks stuff um, and spend the rest of his life in prison and probably like in Gitmo getting like shafted with a... Guant- Guantanamo Bay. With, yeah, yeah. With a with a broom. Big, big. I like you went broom, broom. real specific. <laughs> um, he sought asylum in London in the Ecuadorian embassy. Okay. That was 2012. You have to know what you're doing there. Yeah. You have to know what you're doing. Uh, he sought asylum. Uh, uh, he basically said to the Ecuadorian government, Yo, In 2012? 2012. He's yeah. not, he's not That's left. A long time. He's not left the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Not left that building for seven years. Oh, I bet he's deprived of yeah. vitamin D. Um, he's not left that building for seven years. WikiLeaks has continued to operate. Um, of late, there's been some drama between him and the Ecuadorian government. Uh, they've got a new president, so there's been a bit of a back and forth there. The new guy doesn't like him. And then today, this morning, they stripped him of his asylum status and just opened the door and <laughs> <laughs> literally, no, like not even, ha- not even thinking, like literally not someone, yeah, oh, like right. someone came to the door, opened it up. Cause also we've spent millions. Um, wait, 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 wait. Do they lock him in or something? He, and, no. he was locked in. No one was allowed yeah, to because come it's in. So an embassy, an, em- an embassy in another country. Like, so the yeah, Ecuadorian yeah, know, embassy in London is technically Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah, yeah, I know how it um, So it if works. the British police were to barge yeah, in, you, that's you, an you, invasion. Uh, yeah, yeah. An invasion, yeah. you can't do that. So they they stripped him of his asylum seeker status, um, his political asylum, whatever the technical term is, and then literally just opened the door. And the armed police that have been stood outside the embassy for the last seven years, which is accurate, they've been stood there yeah. the whole time. They've had the, like the Met police have been shop, stood outside the embassy the dip. whole time, just in case. He stepped outside. Because they thought he was going to try and dip in the middle of the night and go to Asia somewhere. Yeah. They thought he was going to try and escape. Yeah, he, so might, he like, might have done an Edward Snowden and go to yeah, Russia. Yeah. Um, this doesn't sound too far from the hood. It sounds like he's not, <laughs> sounds like he's not been paying his way. Yeah. So they, he's opened, not been, he's not, they he's, opened the door. His mom found out he's now useless. She's like, boy, you've been living here for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't contributing shit. <laughs> you ain't contributing shit. He, yeah, they opens opened the, the door. door. They opened the door, let the Met Police There's in. There's the drug dealer. You owe money. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the Metropolitan, the, the London Police, um, literally dragged him out, like carried him out. Um, he looks like the Mandarin out of Iron Man 3. Yeah, in, like in the, he looks like Ben Kingsley in Iron Man Three. Yeah, they, um, they and then they've also, the according to Sign, when we were talking about this before we got here, they've now like rearrested him. So every single other country that was involved was, at, was involved. So London, Sweden, the America, other countries, they've all sent their own representatives to arrest him. 
So if he somehow weasels his way out of the, the charge that they were against him in London, then the Americans have still got him. And if he manages to get out of that, then the Sweden, the Swedish oh. have still got him. So like, oh, he's, he's been fucked. arrested by everybody <laughs> oh, today. Oh, he's gone. So the theory goes, or what he says, and what WikiLeaks have been saying, is that the... He's been he's been illegally he's been illegally stripped of his his asylum status and the the arrest was illegal. Yeah, um, I think they should have just like made him um, a diplomat. A they should have just done mad Hunger Games. Send him out, give him twenty four hours, and say let's find you. <laughs> I I would have I would have paid to watch that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's. It's emblematic, and especially now with Trump, like he probably would have got a much easier ride with Obama. Now with Trump, oh, he would. Trump is going to do one of two things: one, use him as the trajectile, as not trajectile, projectile inside of the grenade launcher, and be like, "Rest of the country, catch, <laughs> boom." <laughs> <laughs> um, or he's going to use him as a human shield and be like, "Ah, if you're going to bomb me, you're going to hit this guy first. <laughs> but either way, he's fucked. Yeah, he's totally fucked. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, and what's going to happen to what's going to happen to Trump's going to Trump's going to be president again. Yeah, what you're gonna say. he's not going to yeah, be president he again. No, he's not. He is. It's not going to happen. He Calling is. it right now. He is. America. I was listening to yeah. I was listening to um, an interview the other day, and the way that they broke it down, I was <laughs> I was like, it's real one of them deep ones where you just have to. When when you sit there and he said something at first, I was like, you're like bullshit, and then when he broke it down, I was like. Okay. Yeah. This you, is not what I wanted to know. All the bass goes from your voice. You but might, now you but, might be right. You might be, yeah. <laughs> it was literally like that. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's been an eventful couple of weeks and all of that kicking off today. Um Do you want to end on um well, I Do you want to end on a recap of your No, cuz I need to go. I've got um Sign Fort Monkeys and Tigers. Lions, Tigers and Bears. Oh my. Uh yeah, if anyone wants a one on one TED talk of me versus the wildlife of Zambia, uh hit me up on the Instagrams or the socials. Uh I'll continue to post uh Dashiki Pride for the win. I bought this for like three pounds. I'm not even hyping on Instagram anymore. I actually would have liked one. I should have asked for one. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, we we all should have dashiki. I haggled, <laughs> nearly lost my phone, nearly lost my <laughs> shoes, car keys were in the mix at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, this is not no it's, it's PayPal a, job. It's uh, a completely non, completely mm-hmm. non hip hop music recommendation to both of you um, on your trips home. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to Jerry Cinnamon. If you haven't heard of him, uh, Scottish guy does like indie folk type vibes. Um, He's got a song called Belter, and it is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna so announce Scottish. on behalf of <laughs> um, behalf of the same Twelve Notes podcast that I do not like the sound of that. <laughs> Jerry Cinnamon. Yeah, give him a I listen. will not be listening give to him a listen. Listen. I will not be listening to a guy called Jerry Cinnamon. Well, ironically, we're about to do the cinnamon challenge and listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make, I, I've done, I did the cinnamon challenge when that was a thing. That was, that was not fun. Well, this is what Jerry this song's about to feel like. Uh, let's do this. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone. Um, thank you, everyone who has listened to me rant. Um, what great episodes. You Simon can take some of my comments and trademark. They're trademarked, so you have to put my name if you're going to use them as your Instagram captions. Um, you will be charging a fee of £5 per caption. Oh, Absolutely. No, no, the fee's undisclosed. Uh, <laughs> but oh. I will send a cease and desist. <laughs> and I am Mr. Internet, if anyone knows. So I will see. Um, over and out. Peace. Peace. Oh, we did good. You did good. <laughs> that was just... Oh, that was just the sign.